Hey, everyone, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you by the Frontline Gaming. We're your host, Kicker, the chief of Serial, and our FLG insider, Shelby, the hobby guru and most scatterbrain player in 40K. And I am Seth, the Mad Doc, your competitive correspondent. What has everyone been up to? Guys, I have been painting, painting, and painting some more stuff. I'm loving this. Like, I started painting orcs, and it's kind of fun to switch from, like, robotic imperial, you know, armor to going straight over to just, like, organic skin and cloth and goofy miniatures. Like, they got so many little details on them that are funny. Goofy. Dude, did you see the commandos have, like, little Swiss army knives on them? Like, little orcs Swiss army knives? Have you seen those? Goofy? You mean tactical. Tactical, tactical, tactical. Uh, I built a Kopesh, uh, cause I'm continuing in my foam prop building craziness. I can't be the only person in the world that doesn't know what a Kopesh is. So why didn't you explain that? It's, for, like, it's an Egyptian person. sword. I modeled it off the, after the, uh, the Scarab called Terminator swords. Okay. I modeled it off of that. Um, and I, I, I didn't paint that one. I'm just going to give it to my buddy Connor and he can paint it cause he's painting up thousand suns. Um, I got back on the hobby train and started painting some orcs because I have an RTT coming up in like two weeks and I actually need to paint some of the new stuff to get, you know, ready. Nice, um, man. Nice. So I'm, 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 I'm excited. And I believe it's a special someone's uh, magical day. It is. This is indeed uh, Peter the Falcon Calissimo's birthday. And this is uh, the lovely man uh, himself. Maybe he'll scroll down. Maybe not. I think our, our producer is dealing with bigger oh, oh, issues. There we go. There we go. There we go. That is the lovely face of Peter the Falcon. So uh, if you if you see Peter online, because you're not going to see him in person, because he's a hermit that lives in the Arctic Circle, wish Peter a happy birthday, because that man does an incredible amount of work for this community and does it uh, for free. So thank you, Peter. You are a true champion. If they ever do that 40K champions thing again, we got to nominate that guy. Yeah, everyone. like how is he not a Warhammer hero yet? Like, yeah, that thing. Yeah, he needs to be a hero. Yeah, right. I mean, that, so, that's that's a legit thing. I'll, I'll lead that campaign. Right, um, cool. um, well, guys, I'm going to take us into action figure time. Um, all right. If you don't mind. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Did you guys hear about the new action figures? Come on, Seth. You heard about these things. Yeah, I, I heard about them. Yes, McFarlane Moore has released more action figures for 40K. I don't care who you are, what army you play. If you don't like action figures, there's something wrong with you. And these action figures are amazing. They've just released the Reaver, the Nids, a couple of Orcs. Like, I'm just blowing up with excitement here. Uh, I'm a giant kid. Let's let's be honest. Um, and and I love 40K. I think we all are. Right, we're all we're all giant kids, right? Yeah, we're all like, playing with our we're our we're, we're hosting a show about toy soldiers kicking right, like exactly right. So I guess we're all, we're all just giant children. I I don't know though, man. Like I I don't have many other action figures at my house, but I'm so drawn to these 40k ones. Maybe because I paint them and I think about them all the time, like act the 40k all the time, and I, oh, and I obviously fun. go to tournaments and stuff. I, I I just love the idea of having an action figure to give to my son, who's only 16 months. I mean, he has no idea how to play 40k, but he can play with an action figure. So you it's know. True. That, that's that's my game plan and there's also a new necromunda like mech character thing oh yeah the like the Doc Ock, but in 40k and yeah bring me spider-man so that model was just uh, announced this week and it's basically like a spider suit kind of thing it's for necromunda so yeah maybe you won't play that game but that model has so much conversion potential i can totally see that being you know like one of the uh one of the phobos marine like war suits or maybe even a dreadnought i i'm all about like Sir, sir, you yes. are building and painting orcs. How have you not decided that that is going to be a death dread? I mean, it could be a death dread. It can totally okay, be a death dread. Okay, okay. Although it's a little sleek. I mean, the Vansar, that's the Necromunda gang it's it's being made for. It's a little sleek for... for you for can that. dirty it up. I can dirty it up. Um, well, we've got a... All, um, 
Oh, we, oh, dude, Seth, the big rules yep. released was the Orc FAQ. That was that was released. That's the only yep. kind of rules yep. thing we got. You're going to talk about more of that in the competitive section, though, so I don't want to step on your toes. But yep. in one sentence, yay or nay, what, what are you thinking? Yay. What well, other new products we got from FLG? So, so, so nothing on the new product front. Um, but we did do our, uh, our, our, I guess, our open-ended question the other day um, on the Frontline Gaming Community group chat, you know, page. They mm -hmm. were asking people what holidays, if any, are okay to have 40k tournaments on because we're really curious. Frontline Gaming is trying to roll out more and more events. We right now have eight. We're probably going to be having ten by by this time next year, and, and we're trying to figure year out. After that, every day I'll be at FLG. <laughs> every single weekend will be a Frontline no, Gaming no, event. No, no, every day. Every kicker. day. Every day. All right, every we we can make that happen one time um maybe Probably one not. time one time <laughs> i don't know what the hell i'm talking do you understand about. the concept of everyday kicker i mean like it's it's every day every like day. it's not like once in a while <laughs> okay well we would like to have an event once a month if we can across the country and we're looking to expand but we're not sure is it faux pas to do a major event on a on a national holiday and so we we asked people it's an open-ended question and we got a lot of different feedback Basically, though, it looks like some holidays are totally okay. Memorial Day, President's Day, Columbus Day, Labor Day, those are okay days for 40K tournaments. But other ones are a little bit more sacred. And a lot of people were very adamant that they don't want a 40K major on, on, on a holiday because that's family time. What do you think, Seth? I mean, yeah, I, I certainly understand the family conflict. Um, I, I don't, you know you know, behind the scenes, behind the green screen. Um, it's just my wife and I, we don't have any kids, but definitely families with kids. I could see holidays being a lot harder to deal with um, than, than holidays without, without having kids because um, you know, you can rotate around. Okay. This year I'm, you know, I'm going to go home and see or go back to do, you know, whatever family event. But when you have kids, people tend to tend to frown on you for skipping out. So I could yeah. see there being a conflict there. So, so my thoughts were right. If you have a three-day weekend or, you know, you know, you already have the time off, you can travel maybe with your family, go to a cool location, your family can have a little vacation, you can play some 40K, but you're right. During the day, you're not hanging out with your kids. You're busy playing with your toys. Yeah. Um, but you know what's also kind of interesting, though, is a lot of people are like, don't have it on holidays. It's not about family time. It's about the expenses. Uh, hotels, travel, that can all be really expensive over a holiday. And that is true. But we are able to get some really good rates, at least oh, yeah. for the venue over the holidays. Yeah, and and I certainly think that is that is a big consideration. Um, uh, Aesthetic Deluxe says, you know, give me a reason to skip Thanksgiving with the family. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm down with that, man. Um, I actually um, the the week after uh, Thanksgiving, I took a cruise, and it was like like 60% of what it was the week before cost wise, oh, wow. like, cause they wow. were just like, yeah, no one wants to travel that week. So I think, yeah, looking around the calendar for those, those cheap weekends, because, you know, you did, you did a poll way back when, like what do guys want out of events and, um, you know, they really, you know, co cost is a significant consideration. So if holidays yeah. also offset the cost, you know, I, I think that works out well. People were adamant that the number one feature when I asked them, like, what could we work on a frontline game or like in an event is they just wanted to yeah. save money, have affordable yeah. hotels, have affordable events. Um, yeah. So anyway, it was really interesting that they get feedback. I definitely will not be doing a, a, an event on Christmas or Hanukkah or, uh, or or any of those really, really important holidays. But maybe I, mean, I could go for a Christmas event. 
No, you go for a Christmas event. Memorial Day, President Memorial Day actually is the uh, the Bay Area Open. That's that's every year in uh, in yep. San Francisco. So that will be that will be a thing. But like Columbus Day, maybe you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, guys, um, I I do want to roll it right around to some of the stuff that's happening with Frontline Gaming that I'm really excited yeah. about. We have the New Orleans Open. Can you hear me? Ah, Shelby, back. Shelby's, Shelby's, back, Shelby's back. back, everyone. I have Shelby, so many back? thoughts. I have Whoa. so many thoughts. <clears throat> Actually, Shelby, I don't have that many thoughts. You don't have that many thoughts? Oh, come on. Come okay, on. well, okay. So what am I up to? I'm going to get a tattoo tomorrow. I'm super excited. I'm brainstorming some Necron stuff. I don't particularly understand your obsession with toys, Kicker, but that's okay. I also <laughs> enjoy the idea of going on a holiday 40k thing and i don't think i think important reminder here folks that i think having an flg event over a holiday does not necessarily mean that takes the spot of another flg event not over a holiday i don't think that necessarily will remove that option from other other folks there will still be plenty of events i don't know could be wrong anyways hey how's it going oh, oh kr quinn yeah, oh let's hear that's it. smart what's kr quinn saying you said, did chat. you cross-reference yeah. cross this with people who actually bought tickets to majors? Ooh. I mean, I think that's a really good question. That is, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We, we so, need to do that more. All right. So that's all Kicker's doing all day tomorrow is cross-referencing every every comment <laughs> with previous, you know, event attendance. Just yeah, the only people's votes that really count are the people that actually go to events, um, right, guys? Well, uh, speaking about holidays, the New Orleans Open is not over Christmas. It's three weeks before Christmas, the weekend of December 11th. But New Orleans is a very magical place that time of the year. You got Christmas lights all up and down the city uh, streets. It's gorgeous. And I wanted to talk to you guys a little about the New Orleans Open in that it is going to be going on sale. Tickets are going on sale next week. Yeah. If I had a soundboard, I would make that sound. Yeah, right. We don't have a soundboard. Do we have a soundboard? We should get a soundboard. Um, I think Richard would kill me if I had a soundboard. <laughs> no, but there's a there's Papa Val. Papa Val. He, Papa, Papa Val heard my request for a soundboard, and and he came in to say no. He says no soundboard. But but yeah, guys. So the New Orleans Open tickets will be going on sale. Can next we make Papa Thursday. Val carry signs? <laughs> we, can, we can make him do anything we want. So, okay, so, so next week, tickets. Yes, thank you. Next week, tickets. New Orleans Open. They will be going on sale at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, next Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. This event is going to be a smaller event because it is smack dab in the middle of the French Quarter in New Orleans. We can only have so much space. It's a very nice facility and, and uh we couldn't afford more space you you said it was at the sheraton right it is at the sheraton in the french so quarter I, I stayed there a couple yeah. years ago for a uh a uh work conference and when he says it's in the french quarter like you cross the street and it's bourbon street yes oh, that's yeah. like you cross it's on canal right if i'm it's on canal you're absolutely yeah. correct so on it's canal on canal street. so you literally cross over canal and you're on bourbon street so yeah. it's not like you're like hey guys the event's you know done for the day let's go get an uber across town it's like hey guys the event's let's done go. you're in the french quarter yeah Right go. there, like I'll go Cafe Dumont is like five minutes away. Go exactly, exactly. So, so it's a it's a, it's it's a beautiful like location, but also the, yeah. the the ballroom we have. We don't have like your stereotypical ballroom. We have a bougie as um, bougie. fudge <laughs> ballroom on the eighth floor that is just gorgeous. It's the Armstrong Ballroom. It's where it, you'd have like beautiful weddings and bar mitzvahs and all that stuff. The the ballroom is overlooking the the entire French Quarter and the Mississippi River. It it's 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 way too nice to be playing with our toy soldiers. Um sorry my dogs in the background if you can hear that I apologize. Um, a, my birds in the boy. background too. It's it's fine. Fine. He's, a good boy. He, he's just excited. He's excited for the New Orleans Open. So so, so the, can you yeah. can you 
spoil for us potentially how many tickets you think there will be? Okay, I, 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 we're gonna have around two hundred tickets for forty k. We might be adding in a few more, um, but that is we, we just we just can't put that many more That's players so in there. That's awesome. Oh, it's still yeah. gonna be big. Yeah, yeah, it's still gonna be and, big. And, and what's the most important reason to go to this event, Kicker? What I mean, is the most important reason? I, I, hang I out in New Orleans. Say, yeah, hanging out with in New Orleans with your buddies. No, so, you know, wrong. No. <laughs> wrong, wrong. What it was, sorry, wow, I did not. The know most important answer. reason for you, the listener out there, to buy your ticket next Thursday is because the three of us will be there. <laughs> oh, that's like okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's a stretch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> you know, you could you could have a cereal contest kicker. Oh yeah. Um, you know, people could try to try to out cereal knowledge out cereal. you. Yeah, no. yeah, let's do it. Yeah, like I know no. more cereal trivia than anyone else should know. Mm-hmm. This is embarrassing. But let's Shelby but, will have to make some sort of event for you to run. <laughs> but guys, I mean, yeah, sure. There will be 40k. There will be Legion and X Wing for sure. Uh, most likely Age of Sigmar. Like I said, space is tight, so we're trying to figure out what we're going to fit in there. Um, but I wanted to say that we're doing something really exciting that we're we're, we're announcing like right this second. At the for, for New Orleans Open, we'll be doing a standard ticket for 40k, but we'll also be doing a premium ticket that will include so much stuff you're not going to believe it. It's going to have your T, it's going to have your objective markers, all the awesome stuff that you'd want with the New Orleans Open logo on it, as well as a, a frontline gaming army tray and a bunch of other stuff. So what? you can get your ticket. Yeah, it's, it's going to like literally have everything you could possibly want and more for Show really, like, really good so we'll get that right. Yeah. So you when you say price. when you say that it's going to have our T, do you mean there's going to be like like some some nice yes. screwed oh my god yes, yes. kicker kicker whiskey lima has the best idea all right shoot let's hear it what's what, what's whiskey? we call that ticket frontline plus i think that might upset some folks yeah no i love it the frontline plus maybe. i love it i love it i love it well there will frontline be plus experience i mean i think i think we've already got the ticket in the web cart loaded up on the back end as premium ticket but we might be able to change it but but if you guys are coming to the frontline gaming new orleans open in december check out the premium ticket because you probably are going to want to go with that over your standard ticket is, is there going to be a coin Oh, dude, of course. Coin. Yes, there is going to be okay. a, an amazing challenge coin that, you, that you'll get, as well as a few other little things that I don't want to share just yet. Um, oh, coin if you wait, wait, one other thing. I got I to gotta tell you about this. I'm sorry. And then I'm going to stop talking about the New Orleans Open. Oh, my gosh. I just finished negotiating this like two hours ago. Every single person that goes to the Frontline Gaming uh, New Orleans Open, their, their ticket will allow them to get discounted tickets at the World War II Museum right down the street, which is an epic museum. If if you've ever seen like Saving Private Ryan or any awesome World War II museum, this museum will make you bring you tears to your eyes. Like it's just it's a gorgeous. It's actually the number one tourist attraction in uh in New Orleans. Did you know? So hmm. yes, not only can you go you know play tar- you know Warhammer all day long, but on the Friday before or Sunday after, you can go play some uh go check out the the museum. So moving right along, guys, Frontline Gaming is looking to hire somebody. Who wants a job? Yeah, woo-hoo. I do. Yeah, right. You, you do okay. better better than our job. I'm I'm assuming like where you actually get paid. Like yes, money? this is a paying paying job. Cool. Um, let, let me. So Reese gave me this little just job description here. I want to read to you guys. We're looking for terrain desire uh, designers. Frontline Gaming is looking for the community members who are skilled in the art of designing MDF terrain. If you have the requisite skill set using CAD or similar design software and understand how to produce not only compelling designs for miniature terrain but also how to produce the necessary files for cutting them, then we we're looking to pay you for your talents. Uh, email Frankie. We're uh, he, his email and, and the link to the the job description is in the show notes. So guys, who wants to design terrain for us? 
come on, Shelby, come on. You got you got skill set here. Are you Maybe, pre- no? are you are you saying that I have any like creative bone in my body? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? That's Maybe. bananas. Bananas. Well, well, Seth. Okay, Seth, you just built me a bolt gun. Oh yeah, uh, Seth could totally do it. Yeah. Seth, you could totally yeah. do this, right? Yeah, but I did that all with pen and paper, and then <laughs> yeah. So so the technical part. Let me let me just explain that that I frequently kill technology by touching it. My mere presence. <laughs> Um, is that why my mic was dead? Uh, it's entirely possible. It's entirely possible that Shelby's mic was my fault. Um, so, so the 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 aesthetics, the concept, I'm in. I'm on it. But you don't have the, the actual no being able to create a file in a computer and then make it cut things. <laughs> I might I, bore a hole yeah, in the center. Ideally, of the we're looking for the creative person and the person that has the capable skill set, the CAD, you know, software yes. experience and whatnot. So if you do know someone that is interested, please have them email Frankie. Uh, once again, the link is in the show notes to the job description. Shelby, why yeah. don't you take us into some very interesting conversation about, I think, toys? Is that what we're talking about? I mean, like, not yet. Just oh. almost, almost there. We're almost I'm really there. excited to talk about toys, though. I can tell. <laughs> All right. <laughs> before, before we uh, move on to a conversation about a toys, what I would like to do first is to give you guys a breakdown of some shows and notes that you guys should maybe go back and listen to from last week and some stuff to look forward to for this week. Um, so the Chief Librarian, unlike 40K Stat Center, keeps pumping out some episodes for you guys to listen oh, to that's a uh, so uh, i honestly uh, uh. i sorry i'm really sorry was that too much i think that was too much okay <clears throat> anyways uh so this most recent episode of the chief librarian they apparently like had just kind of hosted session zero of their crusade campaign uh that they're planning out and i'll be there's there's a few sound issues and some stuff for you to work through and listen to but overall it seems like an interesting uh an interesting thing to to hear about i didn't know there were session zeros for this sort of thing kind of like there are session zeros for D D. um so that's new information to me and kind of cool um he also moves on later in the last half of the episode to talk about a review of the book the infinite and the divine which i've heard a lot of really good things about uh and he also discusses the fury of magnus and it is not spoiler free so if you want to hear about the books uh and the lore without hearing spoilers that is not the show that you should listen to uh you should go elsewhere so yeah um Thursday show from last week discusses an Australian team event. I don't know which one, but if you're into that sort of thing and you're particularly interested in the breakdown of a team meta, you should definitely tune into that. Um, and then if I if our information is correct, then last night the Grim After Dark had Mitch Pelamon uh, mm-hmm. as their as their guest. Cool, cool, awesome. Um, and you should tune in and listen to them chat with Mitch. In the near future, like right after this, you can listen to Chapter Tactics. Not entirely sure what they're going to be talking about, but if you like that show, you should Tactics. listen to it. Tactics. Tactics. Tactics in a variety of chapters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then the Thursday show, of course, uh, is, is you can listen to it in terms of any up GTs or majors or anything coming up this weekend. Uh, do you guys know of any any big events that are coming up either here or otherwise? Um. Not coming up event wise. Fair enough. Like this um, weekend, at least. Yeah, I think no. this weekend's a little a little quiet. Next weekend, obviously, is the the Las Vegas team event, um, and I think the LGT is also going off next weekend. Right. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So soon there will be some super awesome stuff for you guys to tune into. But I'm sure the Thursday show will track down something for them to report on. I'm just not sure what it's going to be. Um, I'm sure they can find something. Adam Kimmelary yeah. could talk about paint for an hour. <laughs> he really and could, and everybody would love it. Yeah. Everybody would love it. Like, yeah. 
100 <laughs> percent. um and then as far as i know next week on the grim after dark so next tuesday you can tune in for the return of taylor oh. uh, i think is what's scheduled um i'm not sure what they're gonna talk about but i know taylor is extremely entertaining and very spicy so that should be a fun show yeah awesome am i missing anything forgetting anything Nothing that I can think of. I think that's pretty much it. I don't think there's a new episode of Game Changers with Steve Joel yet. Uh, I nope. don't think I didn't see one. Um, hopefully soon. I really, really enjoy listening to Steve Joel. That should be that should be good. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, toys. Yes. <laughs> so I I didn't I wasn't sure really what to talk about this week because I'm very indecisive and bad at like choosing anything. And Kicker was like, Shelby, can we talk about toys? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> okay, let's talk about toys. Because honestly, uh, I think that's pretty relevant. They just announced, right? Like, so we talked about this a little while ago, but they just announced a line of like eight more toys. A few of them are just different options of the same sort of toy, but there's, they're, they're the McFarlane, like relatively tall action figures of gene stealers, orcs, uh, space Marines, all sorts of stuff. And I don't think they have like a lot of movable options or, or different things that you can choose to put on them. But I mean, they seem kind of cool. Like, I guess like on the one hand, this is neat. Mm -hmm. Uh, on the other, I just, I just really need to know who this is for. I just need to know why Games Workshop, I need somebody to explain to me like I'm five, why Games Workshop was like, you know what we really need to go all in on? Not children's toys, but adult-sized toys, because the ones we currently make are not good enough. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. So if you, to, please help. I have more thoughts, but help. I, mean, I, I think it's very easy to answer that question. It's, uh, and, and Shelby, this is a, a wider gamer term you probably have heard before, but it's shelf candy to me. Yes. Okay. Okay. Like, All right. I totally, my plan is to totally get the artist proof, paint that up, and put it on the, my desk at work. So and can you get them either painted or proofed? There's, usually they make one, like, sculpt that they'll do in an artist proof, and then they'll do multiple like pre-painted sculpts and i guess you could buy the the pre-painted ones and paint them yourselves um with this release there's a nid there's a space yeah. marine and an orc that are all artist proofs. yeah there's there's yeah. a knob and a mega knob oh yeah yes. well there's two different uh, weapon options like there's oh, a wow. knob with there's a there's a mega knob with like dual kill saws and one with you know claw and shoot us so yeah i i think they're shelf candy for the most part um, you know I, I think, think i think it's also creative strategy on gw's part because get them while they're young right you know i'm not gonna buy my son and a, a gi joe i'm gonna buy my son a space marine or an orc you know yeah but these are huge right like these well, aren't even like I young mean, young they're, they're big, but i mean gi joe's old school gi joe's were pretty big too like the full yeah, size like, like seven inch action figures yeah, like yeah. that's that's okay. pretty and standard. so if if i can get my kid because i i don't want to buy him just a a Ninja Turtle. I mean, Ninja Turtles are cool. I had Ninja Turtles, but if I saw a Ninja Turtle action figure or, you know, a Space Marine action figure, I'm going to buy my son a Space Marine action figure and then hopefully he'll start playing with it and then hopefully he'll be corrupted or, or brainwashed to love 40K as much as I do and then he becomes the next generation of 40K uh, customer. I mean, like, at least that's what I'm assuming GW is considering as well because they've also rolled out the children's books, which we know. Yeah. They've rolled out, like, I think, yeah. isn't there a plush toy now? There's like a, there's yeah, a there's little plush nurgle, and I yeah. will admit that is my type of shelf candy <laughs> yeah and, and i, I think, will get that stupid freaking plushie <laughs> and and i think from from a this is probably a better topic for papa val um 
to, to address. But from a business standpoint, I think what they're trying to do is it's called the shotgun approach. And because they're licensing their 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 yeah. IP out to so many different yeah. game developers. We're talking they're, Marvel. You know, they've they've licensed out these models to Bandai and McFarlane. They're making plushies. They're making shirts. They're just giving us everything and seeing what sticks i think is their plan right now they're like we don't know if you prefer to have a 200 dollars fancy bandai model or a 40 dollars mcfarland model we're going to make both and you're going to see which one sells more and then that's the one they're going to go back to the trough on i think is they're like okay this is the thing that sells do more of that that's that's fair because my follow-up to the discussion about the action figures themselves was going to be like talking about the other gajillion types of product they've been exploring like all of the different merch the shirts the leggings the hoodies the just the, the everything that i didn't think they would have merch for i mean i've seen the harley like all of those different leggings i have considered at least a dozen times <laughs> buying them and i've just never pulled the trigger on it uh partially because they're sourced out of the uk and i'm worried it's going to take like several months to it actually get here some time uh, sure. but but if anybody happens to have those harlequin leggings in a size large holler at you girl i'll wait for them <laughs> um if they are conveniently accessible i will buy them let me check my closet <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and gw's really like doubling down on this though right they're, they're not just selling a few shirts like they created an entire like a whole portal that is just their merch their apparel and their posters yeah. and all that stuff yeah like you can go get like prints made of their of all their artwork now like i'm you know i'm thinking of kind of gussing up the orc set and i'm like well maybe i'll go and get a couple cool orc prints and put them in the in the back of my room or something for filming like i think you can you can do a lot of that kind of stuff and and maybe they don't sell well maybe they sell poorly and then they're like cool we're not we're not gonna you know invest in that again but a lot of it i think from a business standpoint is they are they are licensing they are not selling themselves does that make sense yeah, like yeah, I, for sure. this is not like GW this is, not, is not like ah, oh, we're gonna fund all this stuff. Yeah, they're like you pay us, you build the product, and if and it I sells mean, well, we'll negotiate another round of whatever. Yeah. You know, so, so it's I think low risk for GW, but what yeah. is also good is it's allowing. I guess I don't use the word the professionals, but GW makes miniatures. They don't make action figures. Yeah. Let an action figure company yeah. make a kick-ass action figure. That's pretty yeah. respectable. I like that they weren't like let's just weirdly try this thing, uh, <laughs> yeah. right? I appreciate that they decided to let other folks do it. No, I think that that all definitely tracks. That all makes sense. Um, so, have you guys personally bought any of these things yet? Out of curiosity. Uh, hold my beer. Um, okay, so <laughs> I, <laughs> as soon as I heard they were releasing the all the merch, like the t-shirts and stuff, I went a little ape shit and I oh, bought God. a lot. Yeah, I got like my at uh, my Astro Militarum hat, like, and I wear this thing. <laughs> I feel like such. I feel like such a cool kid, right? I, I go pick up my uh, my son at school, like a you know the carpool oh, line, God. wearing my little Astro Militarum hat, and like it kind of looks a little military, but it's obviously just forty k. I don't know. I I got my Aquila polo, so when I look serious but also still represent, I can go wear my collared shirt with my little you know imperium aquilo on there so uh yeah i definitely think uh this stuff is worth buying because you know obviously we love the hobby and we want to like sport it and show it off but also at least i can speak for the apparel stuff it's legitimately good quality i have a background okay. in, in manufacturing and i really look at the details everything from the stitching quality to uh, you know the, the tag placement on the back of the, the the label placement like i'm really big into the details like that and the quality of all their stuff that i have purchased at least in terms of apparel has been really good like surprisingly good um so i can speak to that that the hat quality is like this is not a cheap hat to make um so yeah i'm i'm pretty impressed what about you seth have you bought anything 
I haven't gotten to a ton of things. I um I got some of the pop vinyls. Um, partic- I got an artist proof of that because I wanted to paint that up again as desk candy. Um, I haven't gone. I, I've I've looked at a lot of the other stuff. Um, you're seeing behind me the reason why I haven't bought any other orc stuff because all the orc stuff is green. So if I ever choose to wear in, in front of a green screen, I'm going to be a ghost Seth. Oh. Um, that's so I, I kind of steered away from that a little bit, but I, yeah, I mean, I've, I've looked at a lot of their stuff. Um, I think it's, I'm just a shelf candy guy. Like I have, we have like massive bookshelves upstairs behind me, um, full of like books and video games and old Nintendo consoles and that kind of stuff. So like pop finals and movies. I feel so. like this is making me feel like one day we should do like a behind the scenes of the of the host offices and just see like all what sort of shit yeah. we just have in our rooms. I think that would be really fun. Yeah, no. So, but so I that's that's the kind of stuff I like. You know, I don't. I I get. I wouldn't say scolded by my wife, but I get questioning looks when I acquire more nerd apparel because she's like, you have too many t-shirts already. And then she'll be like, what can I get? <laughs> it is my turn. Is she, well, she not like just, that? No, no. Well, my my wife, you have to usually convince her to buy stuff for herself. Oh. All right, Shelby. Is there something that you want GW to make? Like if you could have any sort of random, you know, merch or, you know, shelf candy stuff. Like, is there something you'd want? Because you don't have anything yet from them other than miniatures. Uh sorry. Uh come come back. It honest so okay, as 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 ridiculous as it is, the first thing that popped into my head was if they would officially license cosplay stuff for some of their things. <laughs> I would be all up in that. But like I mean that their would biggest destroy my young marine suits. <laughs> Uh, I don't, not like props not like props Seth. like not props yeah. of their weapons but like i think it would oh, be really oh, so easy I'm for them yeah you're totally fine like i you know i i, I was just like immediately like, man it sure would be great if they made like a solitaire cloak i'd be all about that <laughs> um but that seems really stupid and probably absurdly expensive so yeah we can dream we can dream we sure can other than that yeah. i'd have to think about it cool, cool. seth man right. tell us about some competitive stuff no oh well that was a good show, guys. Good job. Yay. <laughs> um, all right. So in the in the competitive side of things, uh, the, the kind of the big thing that's happened this week was they released the FAQ for the Orc Codex. Now that the, the full, well, I wouldn't say the full release, the full rules release is in the wild, but we're still missing a few models. GW, I really would like a Beast Blossoms with a sword and a kill rig. Please, K, thanks. Bye. Um, <laughs> if you're listening, I mean, just saying, I am a big Orc fan and I love models and I buy all of them. They're totally listening. They are listening. Um, But anyway, so a lot of the FAQ, um, I think it was like Friday, they actually, they updated the app with all the rules. And so a lot of this stuff was kind of already in the app. Like they, they, you could tell they were going to drop an FAQ soon with a bunch of cleanup things. And that's really what it was. It was a lot of cleanup things and loophole things. So, you know, they fixed a few wording on a few stratagems and rules that were a little like they changed the blood ax one from the, the warlord trade from deploy, you know, after the deploy forces step, you redeploy stuff to after the deploy armies step, because technically that is the step name, not deploy forces. So, you know, little things like that. Um, kind of some of the other big changes out of the codex, they added that, uh, uh, a few units to be eligible for the specialist mobs. So like boosted blasts now can be pyromaniacs so they can get better flamer shots. Um, they eliminated some of the loopholes, like the extra custom jo- jobs for our, our, uh, the custom weapons. Um, adding an extra shot to custom mega blasts cannot go on any of the vehicles. It can only go on the mech models. So 
you know, that made made sense. They they got rid of the using Grot shields and using Makari as the Grot and then not letting you target Makari so you couldn't target the unit in some infinite loop. Um, and then like the Monster Hunter strat technically didn't say when the, the plus one to wound ended. So you could just like spend two CP, get plus one wound against the target for the rest of the game, which was not really what was intended. Um, in terms of like the, the kind of the biggest changes in how the army is going to play, they officially said the trucks can now carry specialist mobs, which fixes the issue with truck boys not being able to go into trucks. But it also opens up the option to put other specialist infantry mobs in there. So like boom boys or burner boys or mad boys, any of that kind of stuff can go in there now. They clarified how the golf trait works with uh, causing extra hits on sixes um, with Brutal but Cunning. So that was kind of cool. Um, and then they also updated all of the orc entries from the Imperial Armor Compendium. So all the Forge World stuff in orcs also got updated, which was great. Um, the big thing was like the Warboss on Warbike. He had both the keywords of Warboss and Speedboss, which meant that technically he could call either of the wogs um they've changed him so that he is just a speed boss he lost the war boss uh keyword and ability um he gained an invuln save naturally so that's really good because invuln saves are huge um they they took away things like ramshackle from the kill tank but the reality is ramshackle you know leaving the kill tank wasn't that big a deal because if you weren't strength eight, you were only going to wound it on fives anyway. So it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, they cleaned up a lot of the special uh, rules on the other vehicles, you know, make sure they all got rid of Daka Daka and they added the wog rule. So it's just kind of a, a, I would say a quality of life update and just kind of cleaning things up. Um, there's a few questions they still haven't answered out there. Um, so I'm hoping to hear it back, you know, soon in terms of like, Attack squigs, are there extra attacks when you use Brutal but Cunning? Do they become extra attacks with the main weapon or do they just stay as the squig attacks? Or, you know, how did that kind of stuff work? Um, so we'll see on that. You know, there's a, the Green Tide secondary. They haven't defined what the table quarters are supposed to look like. And that's kind of the big question is like, can I draw some weird, you know, parallel lines and be like, I have four quarters of the table, but they're in rectangles and they end in my deployment zone. So, ha you know, um, that nonsense so folks are kind of still waiting to hear for a few more things out there so uh we'll see if they get around to answering those but in terms of your itc recap for this week uh hitting the 40k competitive track first um number one is still the boy king himself john lennon uh number two is still sean naden number three is brad chester number four is mark hurdle and number five is our man from the future himself anthony vanilla um, and I'm just, that's his name now. He's going to be the man from the future, um, uh, because I screwed that up, but I'm not just, I'm just going to make it a thing now. So just sorry. Run with it. Just run with it. Maybe, it, maybe it'll stick like the boy King. Yep. Um, there hasn't been a lot of other, you know, movement, um, which is kind of, you know, eh, but there's not a lot of events happening that last weekend. So I didn't expect a lot of movement. So same story for the hobby track. Uh, number one, Lee Harris, number two, JT Steger, number three, Scott Boucher, number four, Nicholas Wenker, and number five, Noah Bedome. Um, Noah's been cranking away on those uh, those Admech. Uh, he still has some dreams. We'll see if he can make them make them uh, come to reality. In the AOS competitive track, number one is Anthony Trentinelli. Number two, James O'Brien. Number three, Noe Aquino. Number four, Ramon Sliva. Uh, and number five, Jack Ballard. And uh, Noe and Ramon, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, please, please, please let me know. I, I, I've asked that so many times now and not gotten a response to that. I begin to wonder if the AOS community doesn't listen to signals. <laughs> Oof. I wonder, truly. If they don't, I'm it. hurt. I'm hurt. Ha, um, ha. Number uh, for the AOS Hobby Track, we've got Noe Aquino again. Uh, number two, Nick Garcia. Number three, Christopher Hernandez. Number four, Christopher Daughtry. And number five, Ramon Sliva. 
And that is it for your IITC recap this week. Now, we did put out the call for listener questions. We did not get, uh, I think we only got one. Um, and I think I already answered it, which was basically the ORC FAQ. So yeah. chat, this is your chance. This is your moment. Uh, throw us some questions. In the meantime, Kicker and Shelby, do you have any burning topics you want to talk about? I mean, do I want to... Do cricket on the soundboard? Is that an option? <laughs> I mean, we have not reached the tier level for crickets yet. Well, no. curses. All right, I will. I will throw something out there to get the conversation right, started while we're waiting. Um, I I have been watching. Uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my Reese here. Give me a second. Hey guys, it's me, Reese. I'm here to talk about old anime. I've been really enjoying Black Lagoon lately. That's been a great show. Uh, but now I'm kind of done with that show and I need a new one. What, is, what does everyone suggest in kind of that adult anime realm? That was that was really, really solid. Yeah. I I'm very paper. disturbed. Yeah. Uh, he's also, well done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in terms of the questions, uh, would Shelby buy a Dragon McFarlane model? Uh... uh... If McFarland Toys made a dragon, would you buy it? So, because here's so like dragons aren't unique to the 40k universe, though, right? Like a space marine or an orc style 40k like orc, that's very very unique. So far, the dragons that they've shown that they're going to come out with are just you know dragons. Yeah. So like, I don't know. It would depend on how awesome it looks and how big it is and how much it costs. The answer is a solid maybe. That's that's where I'm at. So so Seth, I mean, because you've obviously got some shelf candy as as we've been calling it. Like, mm -hmm. do, do you buy any of this stuff as like an investment kind of thing? Like, do you actually have hopes and dreams that this will gain value over time, or is it purely no, just the satisfying? No, like I don't, I don't, I I more buy stuff because I'm afraid I'm gonna kind of miss out. Ah, so you have FOMO. That's your that's your driving. Oh yeah, yeah. I I very much like. I didn't have FOMO until about four years ago. I sold off an Iron Hands army. Like I built a whole Iron Hands army, got all the cool Forge World bits and all the GW upgrade bits and really made a, a really nice Iron Hands army. I We were moving into this house, so I sold off a lot of 40K. And, and then I regretted selling that army like almost immediately just because I had put so much work into that project. Um, and then now I'm like, well, I can't get a lot of that stuff anymore because it was out of production. Like I had old out of production, like Tech Marine Iron Hand stuff. Um, and so now like I'm just mostly focusing on my orcs. Um, and so like, I'll just buy things now because I have the FOMO. I'm like, I, you know, I might want that one day and I would rather have it on the shelf than have to go pay silly eBay prices. Yeah, oh, man. That makes me, that makes me sad. <laughs> I mean, it, it needed to be done. You know, there Fair. were things in life going on outside of that and we needed the money. So, so, you know, when you have a bunch of armies, you sell off some. Back to your anime question really quickly. Yeah, yeah. There's some rapid fire stuff to see if you've watched it because I'm behind all of these suggestions if you haven't already seen them. Jujutsu I've been trying Kaisen. to keep track. What? Have you seen Jujutsu Kaisen? No. What is that? It, well, uh, more importantly, I have a rule. I don't listen to, to subs. I only do dubs. I'm pretty sure it has a dub. I'm okay. like 95% sure it has a dub. Uh, so does I'm, Demon Slayer, but I'm pretty sure you've already seen Demon Slayer. I don't think I have. Oh my gosh, you've got to see this shit. Sorry, <laughs> Demon Slayer has got to be number one. 
number one. It's even got a movie. That movie's amazing. Wait, what is Demon Slayer? I'm sorry, I've never heard it's of Demon Slayer. It's so good. Uh, okay, so it is It is an anime. All of these are newer animes. Right, um, but I, I would, I would, pro- I would still classify them as adult because they are very, very sad and slightly yeah, dramatic. Yeah. Um, so Demon Slayer is, in a nutshell, about a kid who's not... This isn't really a spoiler because it happens like in two minutes into the episode. His family is dead. His sister is a demon. They go off slaying demons. It's pretty cool and very graphic. And I feel like awesome. maybe I watched the first episode of that one. And it didn't catch you? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, all right. Other than that, Attack on Titan, I haven't actually watched because I know it's absolutely gruesome. Uh, but if you if you haven't watched Attack on Titan, I think that's a really I, solid I idea. could not get through Attack on Titan. Really? It was, it was monologue as all monologue I couldn't <sighs> handle it. Fair enough. Then my then the last one that you haven't tried is is Jujutsu Kaisen. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's also kind of supernatural. E if you, I'm trying to think of a good comparison, but I honestly don't know of one. Um, it's it's equal parts fun. It's got it's it, it if you kind of like the sort of protagonist in animes that is overly powerful, can't really be defeated, and is absurdly likable, um, like Deku in in My Hero Academia, then you might enjoy Jujutsu Kaisen. I I do very much enjoy My Hero, so. Cool. Um, that might be something on the list. Um, but we have yes. some non-anime related questions. Yes, we do. Yeah, because I'm just like totally confused here. I have no idea what we're talking about. Sorry, um, sorry. <laughs> so, so there was a, there was a question about the Orc FAQ clarifying. Um, do you feel they need to clarify this the Squigasaur's mortal wound on Sixes rule? Because technically speaking, when they do a six to wound, it's mortal wounds and it stops before the inflict damage steps. So then they would technically recycle with. Cunning. So I think they, I think the intention is clear, but I think they certainly could add that into the FAQ to say, yeah, that's not how it's supposed to work. Um, Wait, real fast, because this is an opportunity. Uh, rules and intent as intended, or rules that was written. Go, Seth. You're, you and then Shelby. What, what do you? How do you play by? Like, what do you personally follow? Rules, rules as intended. Rules. As I, intended. I prefer intent, yeah. Um, yeah, just because. Uh, anytime that someone's usually r- arguing r- rules as written, it's either makes some rule not work at all, like truck boys don't get in yeah. trucks, or yeah. it's some ridiculously overpowered combo. Um, yeah. Cause I the mean, intent is never to be usually that crazy. So I, I think, I, I think there are some that. exceptions, but yeah. for the most part rule play, play by intent. Yeah. 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 Right. I mean, we, we, we move models by intent. We tell our, Ooh, opinion, I, hey, there, there was another question that came up that uh, was, was quite interesting. Yeah. Um, Gen Con. GW has said they're going to preview some new stuff at Gen Con. Yes. What do you guys think? Yes. That is this weekend, by the way, KR Quinn. You are correct. Uh, they're setting I, up right now. Ooh, uh, I think they're definitely going to tell us what the last two codexes are going to be that's coming out last at the end ooh, of the yeah, that's year. Good that's, that's a hundred percent. Like, right? It's got to be. There's probably yeah. probably also going to be like, look at all these new shows for Warhammer Plus that you can watch. We're sure they're great. Yeah, and that, like that Gen totally Con is a big uh, convention that's all sorts of tabletop games. It's not just you know like big war games. It could be anything. I think they're going to push a lot for Kill Team or at least some of their other non-main game systems, just because there's a yeah. big crowd of people there that don't really care about 40k, but might like some of the other you know smaller boxed games they release. So I'm pretty. I, I'd put money on it that War uh, War not Warcry uh, Kill Team will probably have another big announcement because I think they're coming out with more stuff for that throughout the year. I can see that. Yeah, for sure. Maybe if, more if they make more orc product right now, I, I may cry though because my wallet is really <laughs> no more orcs. I think I think they're done with oh, orcs for a little while. So sorry, really, really quick off-topic question: Are you going to make any con- conversions out of the new cruel boy stuff? No. Okay, just curious because they're I all really cool. I, they're me, so I, cool. 
don't do many conversions for my orcs. I do like conversions for some characters, and that's about it. So I might dip into the pool, that, you know, if they make something that I really want to do for for character wise. But I don't, I don't heavily convert my orcs. I'm I'm a weird orc player in that aspect. Um, I build yeah. most of the stuff just straight out of the box. Cool, awesome. Just that, sorry, just curious. Um, I think there was maybe one more question that buzzed by, and I can't remember what it was now. Um, oh, there was one. Uh, which which build type do you feel? Uh, orc strength, lion, speedwog, or boy spam MSU is all I see talked about. I think those are the. If, if you want to read more or learn more about what I think about orcs, just come over to my YouTube channel. I talk <laughs> at nauseum about it, but the the bullet point is, I think the the speedwog buggy list is strong, but it has some obvious counters, um, and so I think it's probably going to have a cap in terms of how good it can be in the meta. I think a combat based MSU build infantry build is going to have. Um, more ability for a strong player to leverage that for some wins. Um, so I, I think those are kind of your, your main options right now. I'm trying to force myself into playing into that that MSU combat st style myself um, so that I uh, try to get better as a player. Cool. Seth, uh, Seth, I have a project for you for next week. Maybe do a little summary of what is in the meta right now. Is it MSU? Like I know, we, like obviously, Horde doesn't seem to be king right now, mm. but maybe just like kind of compare some lists. Maybe get get on the phone with the Falcon. And I get think some... we could arrange that. All right, awesome, awesome, awesome. Cool. Thank I'm you. gonna have to send him a phone first because he doesn't have one. <laughs> Call, <it's> bruh. Call. <laughs> but I can teach birds to use phones. I, I can't. I can't confirm I can do this. Call. Kaka. Good All call. right. Well, awesome. I think that is it. We have been going on for oof, almost 50 minutes already. Um, I know this is supposed to be a 30-minute show, but y'all just love it's us. It's all to my talk, fault. So, it's all so my fault. So we just keep going. We just love chatting with each other. Um, so welcome to every time Shelby and I try to do a role-playing game together where we just end up talking <laughs> for like an hour and a half, and then we're like, oh, we should start the game. Um, yeah. So don't forget, uh, next week you can get your tickets for the New Orleans Open. That is Thursday. You said 11 p.m. 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 11 a.m., you know, sure. That makes more sense than p.m. because, yeah. you know, who would want to buy tickets in the middle of the night? Um, so get those. They're going to go fast. You can get the three of us there. Um, uh, we'll be doing autographs. Uh, we'll have a, a little, <laughs> you know, a meet and greet session. I'm trying to act like we're big stars at a con, Shelby, where they we have like, stars. I'm going to be at this I, table. For I me. don't want this. <laughs> I, um, I will be check, working the registration booth, you know, slaving there. So, yes, uh, check out the FLGN tomorrow's. With thursday show um and then the cycle begins again uh so keep keep an eye on every other show i i know that grim after dark made some fun of us last night honestly i, I turned the show really? on oh they always they always have have a joke about us somewhere oh. uh, i turned it Do on after that joke already what yeah of course Do we need to include our own jokes about them oh no they are a joke they, they, they are, are a joke it's not even <laughs> oh, worth talking snap. about Jeez. shots fired. boom dropping right, right. drop the mic no, I'm not going to Final thoughts tonight, Seth, Shelby, Kicker. I'm Seth. And Wait. I'm Kicker. And I'm I read Shelby. the notes too literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I genuinely like our co-host on other shows and stuff. Just saying that. Uh, Seth can speak for himself. All right, bye. <laughs> Love you guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us in this very professional ending to this episode of Signals from the Frontline. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed it. Have a great week, and we will see you next Wednesday. Bye, everybody. Good night, guys.